Okay, you can hear me now. All right, well, good morning, church. My name is John Francis, finally. Um, Pink Attire Day. So, Pink Attire Day. So when when you think about what people wear, what they look like, I'm not sure you expected someone to look like this this morning coming here and to talk to. So you think, okay, you've got a pink shirt on for a reason. Yeah, I get that. You've got a cast on. That looks a bit lame. (laughs) And at the same time, you're going to talk about affirming. And how can I make this interesting? So picture this image. I want you to think about what your first impressions were. Okay? Uh, I need a prop. Can you pass me my bag, please? So on that theme, affirm is is a mix of lots of different things. So work with me on this. I'm going to use a loud voice. Should have done that. Okay, so when you see an image in front of you, uh, you're going to form an opinion. You're going to base it on some of your history. You're going to think about what does that resonate with. So tell me. And you can make a you know, vocal noise here. This is a church. This is, this is who you are today. I want you to speak up. Say something, what you think about when you see this. Give me a, give me a response. <laughs> Already, it's not even... <laughs> Kind of what I expected in a town that is a little partisan. So how about this one? So if I hold up this one, what do you guys think? Alright. First impressions. Kind of important. first thing I'd like us to do, um, just keep that in the back of your mind, right? Because it's a lot to do with what I'm going to talk about today, and I'll try and make it interesting. I'll try and make it fairly brief, but it's going to take a bit of time. We're going to talk about things that are a little bit painful, or I'm going to talk about things that are a little bit painful, things that are a little bit fun, maybe, um, and things that are a little bit more thoughtful for us as we think about our community as being an affirm community. First of all, I'd like us to all recite the behavioral covenant, and there's a reason why. If you can see that, that's good. Um, The reason that this behavioral covenant is, is important, in my opinion, is that when we go into a community together, we're expected to be part of that community and work as one. All right? So let's read this together, please. In this place and community, we acknowledge and respect with gratitude the people of Treaty 7 lands. We are Jesus to each other, see God in all people, love, support, and care for one another, sharp to listen and understand, 
We celebrate our diversity, strive to be radically hospitable and extravagantly welcoming to everyone. Regardless of sexual orientation and gender identity, mental health, cultural and racial diversity, or physical limitations. We ask questions and practice doubt. Assume we are all doing our best. Practice nonviolence in all its forms. Honor all kinds and levels of contribution and involvement. Practice grace, forgiveness, and reconciliation. Create room for all and do justice. Love kindness. Thank you. So what I'm going to talk about, like I said, why affirm, what does affirming mean? Just to remind us a little bit about where we've come from and what we've got to do, uh, some of the work that we have ahead of us. And affirm is not just about uh, the extra thinking or inclusion that we're trying to do. It's also about everybody in the congregation, in our community. So talk about, or I'll mention some of the results so far. They're by, by no means exhaustive, but they'll give you an indication of some of the things we've done, uh, some of the learning experiences that we've had, challenges, what could we do better, and then what's next. So far, so good? Okay, this one's a bit, bit of an eye test, but you're not meant to read everything. But this is the Affirming Ministry from Affirm United. This is what they said, so I'll quickly run through it, Okay. The Affirming Ministry program acknowledges the hurt and injustice the church has caused to many social groups. So that's the key, key point in there, the hurt and injustice. It's recognized by Affirm, uh, through Affirm United and the United Church. Caused to many social groups, LGBTQ2S+, First Nations and Aboriginal people, in our racism and fear of those who are different from ourselves, and through our silencing or exclusion of people because of their class, an economic background, their age, ability, culture, gender, or ethnicity, or their physical or mental health. The affirming ministry program seeks to live a vision of justice and inclusion for all God's people. So that's why we are doing this. So why affirm? So affirm started uh, in 2017, and it was led by a number of uh, volunteers here who've done some excellent work just getting that vote for the church to understand, take a stand on, and make a difference. Um, today and since May, uh, we've got a new Affirm team, and I'll introduce those uh, folks if they're here, uh, in continuing this journey of bringing Affirming into the DNA, as I call it, of Red Deer Lake. Need another pair of hands. Here we go. So, if you are here, please stand. And if you don't want to, still, please stand. John and Marge, Dan Hode, Gloria Wall, Sally Jackson, Dallas Diamond, Barry, John and Karen, that's me, Benita and Andy, if you're here, thank you for volunteering for the Affirm team. We're a small team and there's a lot to be done. Thank you. So... The other part of Affirm, as I said, bringing it into the DNA means that we have to cycle this into our norms and other teams. So reaching out to uh, the M&P. M&P stands for Ministry and Personnel. And we're thinking that everyone is going to have to have a cast who works in Ministry and Personnel. 
It's not a uniform, but it might happen if you're not careful. No, I'm just kidding. So the M&P team, uh, we liaise with congregational care. So Vi Sharp is heavily involved in the Affirm movement, understanding what kind of needs need to be presented through congregational care. Uh, sound, property, hospitality, worship, kids. So all the teams at Red Deer Lake are, uh, have to be plugged into what affirming means and then what affirming within the church community itself. So, uh, results. So these are not, as I say, exhaustive, but they're inclusive of we didn't, we've done, we rewrote the, uh, or included the affirm statement into the behavioral covenant. Um, we've had many, many wonderful stories from people from the heart talking about their experiences um, from the congregation, and some of those will sort of resonate with many of you still. We've done presentations. We've been dealing with differences from congregational care a few weeks back. Uh, Family Tear, a play about dementia, which was done about a year ago. We did the movie night Pride, which was really interesting. Um, we've had speakers on justice. Tony Snow was speaking to us. Um, oh, the Pride Parade. That was my first Pride Parade I'd ever been to, and it was quite intimidating. But at the end of it, it was quite rewarding um, because the atmosphere was electric, and it meant that I am actually performing something for someone else instead of myself. So it was kind of neat that way. A firm table information. So there isn't a firm table out there with lots of details and information about uh, resources that anyone can tune into about uh, LGBTQ, mental health, those kinds of uh, questions. And that's in concert with VI and congregational care as well. The gender neutral washroom is down the hallway there. Uh, Barry's done the sweetgrass. So all these moments um, combine to give us some different perspective by different people in different times in different cultures. The Kairos blanket exercise, for anyone who did that, was a moving experience. There's no question. And Larry's contemporary nativity scene got worldwide attention. Well, I'll use worldwide anyway, but at least city, nationwide. Um, yeah, that was just another example of how we can reach out and mean something different to others in different ways. And we did the Affirm celebration. The problem is that it's not ideal. We can't just look at programs and say we're going to institute a program and that's it, we're done. We're not. A firm is focused on including into our community of faith people from all areas of life. And to ensure that Regulate Community of Faith has what it needs to embody a firm in order to be an integral part of us. Every day, everywhere, to be welcomed, wanted and accepted. From a personal experience, I can talk about situations and challenges I've had to deal with, with mental health, with gender dysphoria, relations with indigenous people, uh, coping with sight and hearing loss, uh, living with a chronic disease, anxiety, coping with cancer, bullying, depression, job loss, autism, grief, divorce. These are all items I have experience with. Uh, I'm sure you do too. You have all experienced something similar or maybe more, or worse, it doesn't matter. This is life. We deal with loneliness. We deal with losses. We deal with the loss of loved ones. We have to deal with taking people for treatment to cancer. We have elder care, parental care, babies born with challenges, 
PTSD. Anyone coming back from a, a traumatic situation may have PTSD, anorexia, domestic, physical abuse. The list goes on. This is life. And the unfortunate thing is, nobody handed out, nobody handed out the guide on parenting or elder care or the book on transgender for new parents or one on cancer knows no boundaries or the guide to ADHD in young children or coping with Down syndrome for new parents. Nobody, there's no book. But one thing does exist, and it's what Anne talked about earlier. And that's love. It's not the answer to everything, but it's the answer to almost everything. The other part of that is how we embrace it. I'm only going to look at the highlights here, but I may be able to speak the language of human beings and even of angels. If I have no love, my speech is no more than a noisy gong or a clanging bell. If I have no love, I am nothing. If I have no love, this does me no good. So, love, in my opinion, and what I've seen around us, and how it can help others, and how it makes us better towards other people, is absolutely vital. We always joke about four-letter words, right? That's the one most important four-letter word you should never forget. So Jesus also inspires us in love and in suffering. So Romans 5, 3 to 5, tells us, we can, I've got to move a little bit, sorry. Jesus tells us, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. And I mentioned that, this is our life. So we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and that character strengthens our confidence and our hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. There's that four-letter word again. So affirming is part of this correction. The purpose behind affirm is to demonstrate the values and actions that Jesus taught us. That is love, consideration, compassion, justice, respect, inclusivity, caring, giving, sharing, serving, humility, among others. If it means we are to include others in spite of our fears and judgments, it means we put aside differences, prejudice, entitlement, and privilege. It means we show God's unconditional love outwardly through our actions, our consideration, our behavior towards others. It's not just words, it's our actions. The bottom line is, when we accept it affirm, we mean yes. We're not meant to say no to this stuff. We said yes. This image tells me a couple of things. It's just a random image I picked up. And it's full of slurs. It's full of innuendo. It's got a connection to say that God hates certain people. Maybe he does. Does he? No, I, don't dis I, I disagree. I don't think that's the case. I think this is terrible, but we all have a say, or at least we think we do, but we're not acting out of the right behavior. Do we discriminate? Are there people in our lives that we try and avoid because they may be different? 
They may be people of color. They may be people wearing different clothes. They may be people that I can't quite tell what you are. Are we going to avoid them? So some of these changes and challenges we're going to have, we're going to have to remove and replace old social stigmas from the past with accepting people, regardless of sexual orientation or gender identity. We have to. We, regardless of mental health, we have to take that into account. Physical or racial or cultural backgrounds, if they're different. People are different. We're all different. Every one of us in here is different. We need to accept people of other nationalities and differences and cultures and identities and abilities. We are to live out the message of Jesus in following him as we demonstrate inclusivity, acceptance and unconditional love for our brothers and sisters. We need to do some self-inspection to make room for new ideas, for new appearances, for new insights, new sounds, new, new tastes, new people, all from a place of love. We voted for it, but we have some work to do. A recent resignation was because an individual received nasty emails and was verbally confronted over a number of months from some members of the congregation. That individual is fulfilling a need of a changing congregation, an affirming world, and was bullied. I see that as a problem, and it's not acceptable. Will we continue to be this way, or will we treat all people with the same love, kindness, and respect equally? Bottom line, from Titus, I'm taking this literally. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. So, Ministry of Personnel. The Ministry and Personnel team represents the staff to the congregation. Not sure if this is totally clear, um, but this is the point today. And also acts as the conduit for dealing with staffing concerns and, <coughs> excuse me, and issues. The M&P team can be called on to request additional UCC, so United Church of Canada, assistance in special circumstances. And each M&P member represents a member of staff. That team consists of... Doug, Deborah Todd, Stan Parkin, Jody, Corolla, and myself. Small team, but a vital one. Any one of these folks will feel congregational questions on behalf of staff. In fact, under UCC guidelines, congregants are asked to approach M&P and not staff directly when issues are being raised to be fair and consistent. Uh, this, this one, just another image to say, what are the things we want to try and avoid? What we're trying to instill and affirm is behavior. It's not about you shouldn't stop doing this, you should stop doing that. It's, it's how you behave, how we behave towards one another. So rumors, teasing, gossiping, insults. Yes, I have a bit of a sarcastic English wit, but at the same time, if I use it poorly, I'm going to be doing exactly this. I'm going to be doing some name calling. I am going to take someone's advantage. That's not acceptable. 
So Jesus, our example. Jesus came to save us from our earthly way of life's challenges with the truth to help us cope and flourish through God's unconditional love for us. He teaches us through his parables and his stories about making wise choices in taking correct actions and how we treat those around us. The bottom line, we sin. We're going to sin. We're going to keep sinning. We know that. But we are saved. But it takes some effort to do the right things right. There is no room for bullying anywhere. Pink day today, there is no room for bullying anywhere. It's okay to disagree. It is okay. It's healthy to disagree. And there is a way to convey that with respect. That last word is key. Respect. I talked about love. Now we got respect. Consider that it takes enormous courage. So the actions that we have or that we cause, the reactions for those who receive those insults or those bullying remarks or whatever they may be, it takes humongous courage for people to step out and say, I've got to face up to this hate. I've got to step up to this racism. I can't take any more abuse. Statistics on suicide are not great for the transgender community. And that was one of the first things that came to our minds is when we have to cope, deal, understand what being transgender is, we did not want people to kill themselves. This is what it means. People have to stand up. They have to stand up to bullying, sexism, misogyny, mental health issues, separation, loss of work, loss of self-esteem, alcoholism, drug or substance abuse. Those are all challenges that people have to cope with. So think of the impacts of our actions before we speak. Are we coming from a place of love? Are we coming from a position of anger? Matthew says, go out there. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. So again, that love connection. So how does a firm fit into all of this? So first of all, we recognize that we're all God's people. All of us, no matter what color, shape, size, ability. It's not about who or what we are. It's about how we behave and treat one another. So about our community, we need to be open-minded to the prospect of differences. We have to accept those differences and recognize that we need to be progressive in our community without a doubt embracing changes to our conventional ways but demonstrating for love for all. It's not difficult and we've done it. We keep doing it. We need to be inclusive and remain firmly engaged in the foundations of Christ. So this wheel embraces and gives you a, a picture of differences, whether it's about disability, culture, ethnicity, age, gender. It doesn't matter. If you think of this image, carry it with you. Because this is who we are. We are all in here somewhere. Practice authentic sincerity and being honest with ourselves and our community it starts with us. It's, the firm is not just about dealing with people with different sexual orientation or mental health or different color. It's not about that. It's, it's about us starting with ourselves and how we respond, how we behave and what we demonstrate and how we show that love to others. Be honest with ourselves and our community. 
demonstrate our caring, compassion, and kindness through intentionally communicating from a place of love. When we disagree, it's okay, but to check our emotional level so as to remain considerate, compassionate, and respectful. A firm objectives about being a welcoming, caring, respectful, and safe place for all people. That small team that we've got, we try to put things in place. We'll work with Vaisharp, we'll work with worship, and we'll try and present uh, moments where we can grow from. We'll provide continued information to us to help that work through, and then engaging so we can build our church. So the objectives, again, living out that behavioral covenant. So remember that, because we're probably going to be repeating that behavioral covenant quite frequently. We're going to listen and work constructively to address the pains that we've got. These are your concerns. These are your pains. These are our pains. We're a community. We need to reach out, stretch out, and we also need to know what pains that we're addressing as well. So no compromising on our commitment to affirm. We said we were going to do it. We are doing it. Labels, um, we, we are a community of labeling. When I, when I brought that hockey jersey out, you labeled me. You did. You said he's an Oilers fan. I'm okay with that. Um, but what if I was suffering from mental stress, mental health issues? You know, I'm, I'm panicking, I, I can't speak, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I can't go to school today, I, I can't face my prof, I don't want to face my workplace. I feel ashamed of who I am. We label. Think about that. I don't mind the Oilers thing, you can always label me with that one, I'm fine with that. But when it comes to others, we may not realize that we're doing this. And that's not acceptable. We have to think. So the challenges that we've got ahead for us. We have to grow Red Deer Lake. We want to grow Red Deer Lake. We must grow Red Deer Lake. And we need to be inclusive. We need to attract others here. And we need to engage not only our congregation and community here, but those outside of here. We need to accommodate those differences. We need to equip ourselves to know what to do and how to respond, how to behave, perhaps. It's not a science. We need to keep our community informed. Communications is going to be a challenge. We have to do some more work on that. Embracing, coping, sustaining change, factoring the impacts of growth on what we need here. Can we just expand and, yeah, come on in? No, it doesn't work that way. We have to organize. Teams are going to have to step up. We have to be a community of joy, respect, kindness, openness, and love. So the vision for Red Deer Lake is one where we have to appeal to a congregation comprised of potentially millennials, Gen I, I heard for the first time. Generation I. This is the internet generation of our young teens. So Gen I is out there. They won't come to a physical place, but they'll do it online. Right? So all sorts of media communications is going to be a challenge in how we do it. Generation X and Y, oh, they're old now. Millennials, baby boomers like myself. Mixed races, non-believers, people of color and race, people with hardships, people with shame. People with shame. We want to welcome them here. 
people with hardships. We want to welcome them here. People without, people without anything. Does it matter? Come as you are. We call you to come as you are. People with mental health. How will you know a person with mental health issues? Physical issues? Okay, I can get that. But how do we treat them? How do we respond to people with physical issues? Do we, yeah, how can I help you here today? Be bold. Reach out. Speak to those newcomers. Speak to those people around you. Find out more about them. How can you help them? In addition to our current congregational base of families, youth, seniors, children, that's the future vision. Your power is your difference. I love this one, just because we put our hands up in the air. We're all different. Whether we're a bit green, I'm not sure about that one, but we're all different. Each one of us contributes to a society and a community that makes a difference. This is our ancestry, and I love this one too. It depicts our heritage, where we've come from, the lands that we are on right now, and what some of those folks had to face when they first came here. So we're going to have some more proposed, proposed events for a firm. Uh, these will be some more stories. Um, this may have been a bit of a story, but... Uh, We'll have some presenters, movies, speakers. We'll try and educate more along the firm pillars as we've got. We'll do some recruiting on the M&P side for the vacancies. That's not under a firm, but that's coming up as well. Two-way communications and updates on progress. I think we can do a better job on that. Um, the board vision and future growth we have to embrace and we've got to include. We have to be inclusive and we have to do it with justice and love. Following the example of Jesus' unconditional love is it. That is my message this morning about Affirm. Thank you for listening. Thanks, John. That was important, and it was a lot of good information. We're going to skip past this song for now, and we're going to go into our blessing that I'm going to invite the congregation to stand and join me in the blessing. And we're going to be serenaded out by put your hand in the hand, or you're welcome to stay in the sanctuary and sing along. But Martin, if I can get you to advance the slides to the, the blessing. There, oh. There you go. So please join me in our blessing. God, our creator, sustainer, and redeemer, guide our feet, minds, and hearts toward relationships of understanding and respect. Bless us as we genuinely work to let go of old ideas and ways of being that hold us back. Encourage us as we strive to be the hands and feet of Christ. Strengthen us as we let your light shine through us every day in love. Amen. So to stay and listen and sing along and tap your toes or head out for snacks in the Midlands Link. Thank you for joining us.